Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour with me, Harriet Minter. It seems as though the last few weeks have been full on on the news front. Last week, we looked at what the current UK lockdown would mean for women. And this week, the US pretty much has a new president. Yes, Joe Biden has finally won enough electoral college votes that come January, we can officially tell Trump he's fired and end the exhausting horror of the last four years. All of my guests on this week's show are thrilled that Biden has won and nearly all of them express the same feeling as their weight has been lifted and a course correct has been applied in the direction of travel. As Mandy Reid says, this should be the beginning of the end of politics, which says it's okay to belittle and ignore entire groups of people. I really hope so. All of the guests tonight join me on my talk radio radio show, so if you hear references to callers, that's why. Talk radio has a a slightly more right-wing audience than my natural inclinations, and while I've always believed that you can't just talk to those you agree with, this show definitely tested that. But the women featured here are brilliant, so let's crack on. We're actually starting, ironically, with a caller. A dear friend of mine from University, Gemma, now based in Philadelphia, she completely sums up the mood of every Democrat in the country, and I couldn't not share her joy with you. Champagne corks popping everywhere, I would think. This is the Badass Women's Hour podcast. I'm liking this American boy, American boy. Oh, who doesn't love an American boy? We all do. And I tell you one woman who definitely does. That is my friend Gemma. We went to university together and straight after university, she left to go marry an American boy in Philadelphia, the state that decided it for Biden. She's on the line with us now. Hi, Gemma. Oh, hello, my lovely. It's so good to hear your voice. <laughs> I know. I was so excited when I saw you'd called. How lovely. Oh, I love it. I, I mean, how could I not? I saw your tweet and I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to call. <laughs> Tell me how things in Philadelphia are this evening. They, they are quite literally dancing in the streets. In my old neighborhood in West Philadelphia, the streets are full of just pure joy. I can't even tell you. It's been the most anxiety-filled nightmare of a week. (laughs) I mean, I feel like you were feeling it too, but I mean, you've got to multiply that by a hundred, right? We're slowly watching those numbers creep up. Um, it's just, I don't know, honestly, Harriet, I was numb 
mm. completely numb when I heard the news, and now it's just like it's just it's just joy. It's pure joy. <laughs> what was it like at that point where? You know, Philadelphia became this kind of hotbed where you had people outside the count shouting. It's become this trigger point of who's going to get it. It's the most important state. Did that feel a bit dangerous in any way? Oh, I I feel like um, Philly, Philly is a gritty Harriet. <laughs> Philly is. It reminds me a lot. We both. Uh, went to university in Newcastle. It's like the Newcastle of the United States. So, I mean, it's going to be a little rough and tumble, for sure. But no, I mean, at no point did we feel like we were unsafe. Um, what I want people to remember about Philly is that it, um, it, it everyone was dancing, my friend, even in, even in the face of all of those more angry folks. Uh, we were always going to dance over here. We're so excited. <laughs> and how is it to be um, the state which decided it? Does it feel quite important? Oh, oh my goodness! I could not, I could not be more proud. I could not be more proud of this adopted home that I have. Right? Um, Pennsylvania doesn't really get a lot of news, and so to be. To be honestly watched by the world is just so exciting, and and you know we you you kind of knew it was coming. We knew that the mail-in votes were overwhelmingly going to be for Biden. One of yeah. those was mine. I'm so so proud to say, um, and. And you know, you just saw you just saw those numbers creep up, and then it it finally went into Biden's column, and we're just we were just waiting, 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 waiting for it to final finally be announced. And and now that it has, it really does feel like such a world-changing historical moment, and it feels like we've been through such a nightmare and even though there are so many problems with this system many issues just the fact that that biden won I, it just it it i kind of it's more than just philly and pennsylvania i feel like i like kind of there's there's just the world has taken a positive turn today and honestly it's just it's so emotional and 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 just so joyful and i absolutely love that my children are right here seeing this happen too you know that um that sanity sanity has prevailed and um i mean he's been fired harriet just fired <laughs> <laughs> he has he's had his own medicine um finally <laughs> What uh, President-elect Biden has been out the last few days saying how much he wants to heal the divisions that are happening in the U.S. right now, that he wants to bring people back together. Do you think he's capable of doing it or is it just are the wounds too deep? Oh, what a great question. I mean, I'm forever the optimist. <laughs> I think now we have a leader who... <laughs> It's guided by morals and a basic sense of humanity that 
the wound is for sure going to stop getting worse. Um, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a long time to heal the damage that's been done in the last four years. But I kind of have a picture in my mind that for four years, we've kind of just been descending down this pit, right? We've just been in free fall down this pit. And what just happened today was like we've been caught. Like there's been a net and we've been caught and we're not in free fall anymore. And, but we're also not out of the pit as well, right? We have to now start climbing up out of it. And the fact that we have our very first female black vice president, I mean, everything, I mean, you can't not be anything but optimistic about what happens, but you also have to be realistic that it's not going to be rosy starting on Monday, right? We're going to have to have a lot more fights in front of us, but um, it's just the greatest result. I feel like I've I've restored um, faith in this system where, where that faith had been so eroded. So it's just so exciting. I just bought the champagne, my friend. I need to go put it in my fridge, and it's being popped at 8 p.m. when Biden speaks. Have, <laughs> if oh. I can wait that long. <laughs> oh, have a wonderful evening celebrating it. It's been so lovely to talk to you. Uh, fabulous Gemma from Philadelphia there. Very excited that Biden is one. She is loving it. The champagne is on ice. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Badass Women's Hour podcast. Very excited about our next guest. We've had her as, on, as a guest on the show before. She is wisdom personified. It's Trisha. Hello, Trisha. Hello, Harriet. How are you? I am very well, Miss Ellen. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm glad. I'm not on Twitter, so they can have a go at me if they like. <laughs> but I tell you, living here in the States, um, and we just enjoy 
I, I think one of the things that a lot of the commentary, if I can say so, mm -hmm. fr from the UK, just looking online, yeah. um, there's a big part of this that's missing. And that is something that I, I know Gina Yasheri and, and myself, both mm -hmm. being black Brits living over here, what people have maybe don't understand is that if you are other, and by mm -hmm. that, if you are black, if you're Muslim, if you're Hispanic, over the past four years, there has been an emboldening of the right wing. Yeah. And there are some nasty elements in it that are getting louder and louder. And Americans are very unlike the Brits. The Brits are far more upfront, but Americans, it, it's just been boiling away. And one of the, um, I was just trying to check his name one of the presenters on cnn one of the political team yeah. the guy just broke down and he said you don't understand it just means that you know every day every year it's been getting worse with his little boy going to school um and and being called racist names there's been an emboldening of that i've got a lot of friends in the lgbtq area i have a daughter who used to come out yeah. and visit me a queer daughter if you like and it's, it was getting nastier and nastier. Now, whether I'm not saying I'm anti-Republican. We've got friends who are Republicans. And let me tell you, for all of those people who are having a go at you for saying something about Trump on, on Twitter, there, what people fail to realize, there is a vast number. There are vast numbers of Republicans who are yeah. still Republicans, but saw Trump as, you know, if any civilized people, you know, you can't lie down, if you like, with the, with the dogs and get mm -hmm. up without having fleas. I mean, this is somebody who talks about grabbing women by the you-know-what, yeah. who's got sexual assault against them. And, and there are hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of Republicans who hate, hate the thought of dating Democrats, and has said to us, we hate it, but we hate being associated with Trump more. So it's it, Trump, it's it's almost not Trump that lost. The, it, it's not the Republicans that lost this election. Yeah. It's Trump that lost this election. So for all the Republicans out there, they know, and, and fair-minded Republicans um, know they have to get somebody who is worthy of uh, public office. And, and let me just say, the Democrats are also saying Joe Biden, if he got another four years, would be in his 80s. They, too, have to start looking at how they better represent, if yeah. you like, the, the blue-collar workers. But it's honestly, as anyone who's ever felt other, the LGBTQ, and my friends are in New York are sending footage of, of the joy and the bliss, it was, we couldn't go on like this. And it's fine if you're not black, if you don't know anyone gay, if you don't know anyone who's anything but white and wealthy, then Trump was your person. But the vast majority, as the polls have shown, of people who aren't like that, uh, and I don't say Democrat, I'm just saying yeah. the vast majority of people who, who aren't in that category voted for change. I think what you said is so interesting, Trisha, because you're saying, you know, that 
he othered everyone else, really. And yet he came to power on a ticket of, I'm the outsider. If you feel like an outsider, join me. And I think that shows really as human beings how much work we have to do on ourselves around being aware of our own privilege, of how we treat other people, of the experiences of other people. Um, and really understand that it's not most of the time, you know, most of us are lucky enough to not be in quotes other. And yeah, we have yeah. to be looking out for people who are, we have to be aware of that because it, and this is what I've been trying to explain to my callers this evening is, you know, whether or not Donald Trump actively says racist, sexist, homophobic things, which he has done. Um, he creates a culture where it's okay to say racist, sexist and homophobic things. That's the thing. If you've got a bully in school, if Mm -hmm. you've got a bully in school or any work who continues to get away with a certain sort of behaviour, it permeates down the company. And, uh, you know, and and one of the things that this election here in the States showed, the overwhelming, when you look at Joe Biden's uh, vote, Black women got him over the line, yeah. Um, as did young people, because mm. young people, people yeah. my age, I mean, I'm in my sixty. We young people, thank you God, they don't want the div- divisiveness, the the aggression, the hatred, and good on them for rejecting those things. And and I keep saying this is not, this was not an anti-Republican vote. That's what people who are criticizing you need to understand. The conservative voice here, a lot of the conservative voice are, well, they're they're conservative. They're they're less likely to put up, seriously, for all of those people who, who are raving about Donald Trump. What you have to ask yourself is this. If you have a wife or a daughter and, you know, let's say they're, they're very beautiful women, would you allow them to stay in a room on their own with him you know would you would you be completely comfortable how would you feel with if your best friend or what have you happens to be other and because of the atmosphere because of the things trump said because of the emboldening that person got either beaten up or here in the states it tends to be shot or anything like that you know how would you feel? And the human decency for your wife, your mother, to have a female being talked about in those kind of terms. Mm. So I'm not saying anti-conservative or anti-Republican, because as I said before, a hell of a lot of Republicans just said, you know, we stand for human decency and this man does not represent that to us. I think... I agree with you, but I also, they're saying it now. Were they saying it when he was president? Ah, yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's a very interesting thing. This one, fifty-one percent of voters for Trump were white American women. Yeah. Now let's look at that figure. The, of that number, the vast majority tended to not be college educated and a a substantial, a very substantial number hadn't made it past 
um, you know, hadn't uh, finished high school. And I've been looking at some of the, the conversations around that. And, you know, it's there is still that view that a real man treat you know, gives his wife a slap around the face when she walks, you know, that overtly yeah. macho thing, which is still out there, mm -hmm. which is dying. It's the screaming death of a dinosaur. But people will vote for what they think is their best interest. But I can tell you again, through a lot of friends I know who are Republican, um, I've seen what's happened and that the conversations in bars around that. Yes, they voted for him back in, um, uh, you know, back uh, four years ago. And I have to say a very large number of that was involved in, uh, let's say there were racist overtones. It was, if Obama hadn't have been black, you know, the, a lot of those votes wouldn't have happened. But also Obama was very educated, very eloquent, and that put, a lot of blue collar people offside. Donald Trump came along and he was like your man in the factory next to you who swore, who grabbed a woman. You know, he, he they could relate. But I've listened to the conversations of a lot of my Republican friends and, and just with people I've known who said they're Republican. And they've cringed every time there's a new thing. There's a whole Republican movement now and, and reports coming from within the White House where people are, are saying, for God's sake, have some dignity and go with dignity. Mm. Because a lot of Republicans are saying that Donald, Donald Trump has damaged their party and damaged their cause. I agree. And um, Trisha, finally, just as a just as a black woman in America, how does it feel to have Kamala Harris, a black woman, as the vice president? It's it's a, it's absolutely amazing. I've got to say, Stacey Abrahams is more who who, who um, turned, you know, who, who garnered so many black women to vote is even more amazing. But yeah, it's amazing. I've got to say, Kamala Harris has a lot to prove in herself because as governor in in California, uh, there are a lot of issues. And I mean, but she uh, not governor. I beg your pardon. As a lawmaker, but she any lawmaker has to stick to the law. She's got a lot are proving, uh, as, as I think the whole Democrat Party has a lot to yeah. prove. Um, they have a fantastic manifesto. How many political parties manage to stick to that manifesto? If they do manage to stick to even half of it, it'd be fantastic. But just the sight of Kamala Harris there is, is, is a great beginning and it's a great healer. That, that's the thing everybody's saying here about this win. It's hope and healing. And when I say everybody, I don't mean just Democrats. Mm -hmm. I mean everybody. There's, I, well, I mean a very, very substantial number of, of um, Republicans are saying it's hope. It's time for hope and healing for the Republican Party so they can be ready in four years' time when Joe Biden is elderly. But it, it is, it's a sunny day here, gorgeous sunny day where I am in Connecticut, 20 degrees. Everyone in New York's out in the street. Everyone's happy. We were going to eat at home. We're not. I mean, my, my other half is, is Jewish as well. And, and yeah. when you're a, 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 a white Jewish man with a black British woman, it's a very very interesting time we feel very we feel well not maybe for the next 70 days because i it's it's going to be scary yeah. the next 70 days we can't deny that but 
at least we don't have to feel so other. And that is a very precious, very warming feeling for me and millions of uh, other people of, of, of colour, of sexuality, of whatever. Tricia, it's always a delight talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us tonight. The amazing Tricia Goddard there uh, being, as ever, wise about the mood of the nation and the earth and just what it means for people across the country. This is the Badass Women's Hour podcast. You can get in touch on all the socials on at Badass Women's Hour. Uh, we are joined now by Mandy Reid, leader of the Women's Equality Party. Hi, Mandy. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. We've been talking about US election all night from all different sides, all different points of view. But from the British point of view, we're so into it, aren't we? We're so obsessed with this election. Why does it matter? I think um, it matters. Sorry, I'm still quite emotional because I, I was just, I felt myself welling up again um, as I heard you read out all of those tributes and, and comments from, from various people. And I think, yeah. um, I think the, the power of this election, you know, uh, can be explained on many levels. It's symbolic on the one hand. Mm -hmm. um, it's also um, sends a signal that the really disturbing trend that we've seen over the last few years to favor um, right-wing politics, favor politics that's harmful to women and minorities has been, you know, the handbrake's been applied on that. And we see that in this country too. We've seen that trend emerge here. And I think for British people watching what's happening across the pond in a way um, you know, opens and expands our imagination about what's possible for us in this country, what's possible for minorities in this country, and what's possible for women in this country. And the Women's Equality Party has always been about that. So for us, this does feel like a victory, even though it's not necessarily um, a home soil victory. It means a great deal to a lot of people. I know everyone in our movement um, is as relieved as I am um, at the outcome that we've been waiting on tenterhooks for. I think that really echoes how I'm feeling, actually, Mandy, which is I have felt so alienated from politics for the last few years. And in a way, I, I have empathy for those who voted for Trump or who see something in him because I feel like they felt alienated as well. But I felt like everything I believed in, everything I thought our country was, got ripped apart. I thought our country was open. I thought it was empathetic. I thought it was curious about the world, curious about people. And when Brexit happened, when uh, we voted in Boris Johnson, quite frankly, um, it really felt like, oh my God, I've gone back 50 years. What is going on here? And I agree with you. I think the Americans saying, do you know what? No more of this. No more of the sensationalist politics. No more of the uh, tweeting your views as though they are facts. No more of the random figures actually saying enough of politics as celebrity. Let's get back to looking after our people and our country is maybe the start of a trend that plays out around the world. If that happened, if that came to the UK, what changes do you think we would see happen? What, here in the UK? Yeah. Well, I mean, the very first thing is our equivalent um, 
you know, to Trump. You know, Trump mm -hmm. is Trump is a standard bearer for hate and hubris and all of the kind of like worst manifestations of, of politics. Um, his his compatriot here, Boris Johnson, who has a different style but um, is guilty of many of the same things. Um, the first thing would be, you know, his legitimacy being completely uh, taken away. And that would allow space for um, uh, those of us who don't have a self-interested approach to what the destiny of this country needs to look like. We are about trying to improve things for, for everybody. We are trying to improve things for people who are suffering the most disadvantage, be those women, be those minority groups. And I think, I think the challenge we have, though, is that um, uh, this wasn't a decisive victory for um, Biden yeah. and Kamala Harris. And I want to talk about Kamala Harris in a moment because I think um, that's the real story, really, of, um, of, this, of this election result. Um, it wasn't a decisive victory. And what that tells us is that there's a hell of a lot of work to be done. And, you know, when the Women's Equality Party was founded five years ago, we always knew that uh, politics and, and uh, um, what was happening in this country was, was in a state of turbulence. We had no idea the, the extremity of turbulence that we would go on to experience. And I think um, uh, what we have to be prepared for is um, a kind of continued struggle. We must celebrate what's happened today because uh, progress is never linear. Um, change doesn't happen in a straight line. And we have to, in order to remain resilient, um, uh, take moments to catch our breath and, and applaud what's happened and celebrate uh, an outcome a historic outcome. Kamala Harris, the first woman, the first woman of color to hold the office of VP. Um, really, it's a symbolic uh, victory, but it is also a victory of great substance. When you look at the terrible things that um, Donald Trump has done to roll back women, women's rights um, since his term in office. But we, it isn't enough to just kind of uh, you know, limp over the line in an election like this. We've got to build on this. We've got to rebuild and we've got to dismantle the appalling legacy that Donald Trump has left. And the same applies here in the UK. Um, Boris has already started to create an appalling legacy here. Um, anybody with progressive uh, leanings, whether you're a member of the Women's Equality Party, whether you're a feminist, whether you are um, a member of any of the other political parties that need to be challenging this, we've got to work together and we have to build um, and, and keep moving forward. One of the things that I thought was really interesting to see was when Joe Biden was picking his um, VP and he said, I definitely want a woman. And actually seeing some women step back and say, do you know what, I want that job, but I am... As uh, I think they all said, you know, as a white woman, I am not the right person for that job right now. We mm. we need a level of. Um, it was in the middle of the Black Lives Matter movement in June, the height of it. Like you know what, we need some other voices here. We need somebody who can understand it and represent something that feels like hope to the black community in the U.S. Do you think Kamala Harris can do that? Um, I absolutely do, and. You know, I, I was surprised myself at my own personal reaction mm. to um, seeing her uh, embrace the role as, at the time, candidate for vice president. Um, I wasn't expecting to feel um, so kind of 
I wasn't expecting to feel such a sort of profound sense of relief and profound sense of connection to her. And I think it's because of the year that we've had. I think Black Lives Matter um, really broke open a lot of wounds that have been festering for a long time, but really broke those open. And I think um, having uh, a, a black woman in position, um, you know, on the, on the uh, ticket for this election, not only sent an important signal, but actually gave people, um, you know, hope and a sense that actually the sort of change that we need to see at this time in the country's history is possible. Um, and I think, I think the example, um, you know, she will set by just being there, being visible, will just expand the imagination of, um, you know, young black girls who yeah. haven't until now been able to look up to somebody and it you know have a true living breathing example of um you know a role model in a position of power and and you know joe biden is not a, it's not a young gentleman um <laughs> kamala harris kamala harris uh the appointment is 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 actually really really significant from the point of view of you know if he serves one term or um you know doesn't see out his whole term she's waiting in the wings and that's an absolutely massive deal yeah and finally what would you like to see the uk how would you like to see the uk welcome joe biden because i think you know uh it's very well known that boris was backing Trump and that he has previously said some things about Obama that Joe Biden did not agree with. Um, how do you, how do we get back from this? How do we rebuild that special relationship with the US? Well, um, to be honest with you, it's, it's not going to be anything like it was in the Trump years. Um, and uh, I think Strategically, the relationship with the USA is always going to be important for Britain. I think we have an opportunity here and now, though, to um, forge a relationship that, you know, actually is mutually beneficial to both nations, rather than under Trump, um, who um, showed no interest at all in doing anything to uh, anything other than putting America's interests First, at the extent, at, at the expense of anybody else, and so I think, you know, what you, you're not going to see whenever Joe Biden makes his, his first state visit are the crowds of people <laughs> um, protesting and objecting to his presence. And you know, speaking of protests and marches, I think it's really important to reflect back. You know, nearly three years ago, um, the Women's March happened, which was a, a, a direct response to Trump yeah. being elected, and that was the biggest. Um, uh, march in U.S. history and across the world, lots of people joined in. We joined in here in the U.K. Seven million people marched, you know, across the world. And I think um, what's wonderful in a way is that that set in train the seed of resistance to all the things that we don't want to see and all the things that are the worst possible manifestation of um, leadership. And here we are in a situation now where it, we are the, the, we are paying dividends now of yeah. of that resistance, and we are bearing the fruits of it. And I think that um, 
we have a glimmer of political sunshine now um, in in the fact that Trump is no longer yeah. president and women should celebrate yeah. across the world. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Andy Reid, leader of the Women Equality Party, thank you so much. This is the Badass Women's Hour podcast. I hope you're also celebrating today. I honestly feel as though this is maybe the dawning of something different. Maybe I'm an optimist, but I really hope not. If you want to talk to me about it, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Harriet Minter. And today I want to leave you with some words of wisdom from Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, a motto for all of us. And to the woman most responsible for my presence here today, my mother, Shamala Gopalan Harris, who is always in our hearts. Uh, when she came here from India at the age of 19, she maybe um, didn't quite imagine this moment, but she believed so deeply in an America where a moment like this is possible. And so I am thinking about her and about the generations of women, black women, Asian, white, Latina, Native American women, who throughout our nation's history have paved the way for this moment tonight. Women who fought and sacrificed so much for equality and liberty and justice for all, including the black women who are often too often overlooked, but so often prove they are the backbone of our democracy. women who have worked to secure and protect the right to vote for over a century, 100 years ago with the 19th Amendment, 55 years ago with the Voting Rights Act, and now in 2020 with a new generation of women in our country who cast their ballots and continued the fight for their fundamental right to vote and be heard. Tonight, I reflect on their struggle, their determination, and the strength of their vision to see what can be unburdened by what has been. And I stand on their shoulders. And what a testament it is to Joe's character that he had the audacity to break one of the most substantial barriers that exists in our country and select a woman as his vice president. But while I may be the first woman in this office, I will not be the last. Because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities. And to the children of our country, regardless of your gender, our country has sent you a clear message. Dream with ambition. Lead with conviction. And see yourselves in a way that others may not, simply because they've never seen it before. But know that we will applaud you every step of the way. 
You've been listening to Badass Women's Hour. If you like the show, then help more people find us. You can tag us or talk to us on social media using at Badass Women's Hour. Or you can be really lovely and leave us a review and a rating. Five stars, please. It helps boost us up the podcast rankings and allows other people to find us. We'll be back next week with more Badass Guests and in-depth chat. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.